This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not smoking. Oh, really? No. No, um, I don't know if you noticed, but on Sunday, during the Super Bowl, a little bit after the, f- the halftime show, I coughed, and something snapped on my chest, right where I I fell and hit that got that had that bruise. Yeah, and it feels like my ribs broken right now. So coughing it all feels like I'm getting stabbed in the chest. Shit, I wish I would have brought more. Well, I did bring, I brought those. Those are Delta 8s if you want to top it off with one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've been eating gummies and not really smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I brought you some more Delta 8s. Okay. You can have the rest of those. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so, so I mean, if you, you're more than welcome to, to go go to town, but uh, I'm. I might hit that HHC vape pen. It's making me cough like I'm, I, I, and yeah, anytime I cough, it just, it's. That's crazy. Terrible are pain. You think your rib is broken or you think it just. Either that or I have a torn muscle there. Where, where is it? Hmm. Because that was the injury or very similar to the injury that I suffered nailing my wife that one time. <laughs> yeah. And when I went to the chiropractor, he said that a lot of times that can actually be like something in the back mm-hmm. that's pulling all the way around, like a sore muscle or something, since it's not actually a broken rib. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know what good it does to tell you that, but, you know, I did, so. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, coughing is, is it's, it's, dif- it's difficult. <laughs> now, I figured just now, I didn't pre-plan this at all. But <laughs> because now I don't know if you ever keep track of uh, what episode number we're on at all. We're in the little three hundreds right now, right? Yeah. Well, this should give you an idea. <laughs> It's episode 311, Matt. Do you remember? I do. Turn it down. The <laughs> douchiest band ever. <laughs> I knew you'd be triggered as fuck if I played it. Yeah, they're... Um, well, you remember all the stoners we used to work with at Applebee's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how much they just slobbered over 311. I, w- uh, I went to a concert, 311 concert with them. No shit. I don't yeah. think I ever knew that. Really? Yeah. Out here at the amphitheater? Uh-huh. When 311 came through, it was all, all everybody you, you, you're yeah. imagining in your head. Yeah. Yeah, all the usual suspects. Yeah. Um, and how was that? <laughs> I was high the entire time. Well, uh, you know. If I remember correctly, someone had gotten a hotel room mm. at the... Um, uh. God, I gotta turn it off. It's fucking terrible. At the Red Roof Inn. 
there at Zombell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The nicest establishment in low-income St. Charles. It's the Hooker Hotel. That's where it really is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, and, and I got there like before the concert because we were all meeting there and then going to the concert. Um, and we just, we, every, we had a rolling party. Yeah. Just people, I mean, we probably for what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There were seven or eight of us. Yeah. And we probably had. The usual suspects. I could probably guess all of them. A good 30 to 40 joints. Yeah. Total. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For the 311 concert. Yep. A lot of weed was smoked. And yeah, it's just a ton of weed. Yeah. Um, Well, for a while there, they were touring with Snoop Dogg, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of, <laughs> have you seen everybody shitting their pants about him smoking the joint before the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I saw. I've seen the fake outrage f- to turn into a meme, which is exactly what that is. It's a forced meme. Yeah, it really seems like it. Everybody knows Snoop Dogg smoking weed. Yeah, pretty much. So, oh, oh, he did it right before he got on stage. Oh, the the controversy. Yeah, please. Who 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 to thunk? Please. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on the Super Bowl while we're on the topic? Um, I, I'll say this. This is what I was going to say before we got on. The farther out we get from it, mm-hmm. the more demoralizing of an event it seems. Okay. Like, just the farther we get away from it, and the more that I sort of parse through it in my head. Because the second it was over, and I didn't tell you this, because I, I came up to the Rack House, mm-hmm. sat in the Cigar Lounge, and watched it, and ate your delicious food. And right after the halftime show, like, I mean, I'm talking, they probably didn't even cut to that first commercial yet. I mean, it was just like right when it was over, uh, somebody very close to me sent me a text and said, oh my God, best halftime show in, in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the classics, Eminem, 50 Cent, oh, it, it, you know, it wasn't the typical Illuminati bullshit they normally do. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it was, it was what it was or whatever. I didn't really comment much. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that that happened is is part of the reason why I say that the farther away we get, the more demoralizing it is. Because it really seems like, but for, <laughs> but for super racist 4chan posters, it really seems like that's what it is to everybody our age. Like I said, when we talked about it and I talked about watching that trailer, and how it really is like something to kind of get like my age group really okay with it. Yeah. And it just, yeah. But now, now, like I said, the farther and farther we get away from it, the more demoralizing it seems. Well, don't let them demoralize you. Um, yeah. The people who got super excited over it. Oh man, it's so great. So awesome. Um, best halftime show ever. <laughs> Just realize they're still caught up in that trap. The Matrix, yeah. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, it's, it's something to be super excited about. Like, watch it if you want. Enjoy it. Sure. I think uh, for an event like that, enjoy it the way we did. Yeah. 
you know, it wasn't about uh, everybody wanted to watch the game, but it wasn't about the game. Yeah, for anybody there, I really don't think so. No, no one was pulling really one way or the other. Yeah. So, because well, at the beginning, one of the guys I can't remember which one, but he's like, "Who are you going for? Who are you going for?" And like sixty percent of the people there were like, "I don't." Yeah. The commercials. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Dre, like they don't, you know, watch it, but like don't, don't become invested in it. Right. You know, with and do that with you know a lot of media. Just don't. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something to really get too worked up about. Yeah, in my opinion. There was no overt symbolism, and you know I will give it that. I mean, you know, no, it's like super, super overt like we've had in the past. Um, there was nothing particularly gross. There was nothing particularly, um, you know, degenerate uh, mm-hmm. that came out. Uh, unless you consider black culture degenerate, which I do. <laughs> well, but that's what I mean. It was one of those things. And it's like, you know, here's fat 50 cent hanging upside down, which is a callback to his very first. Uh, well, probably not very first, but very first single that got a lot of radio play uh, in the music video for that originally, you know, whatever, 10 years ago now or whatever it was. 20 years ago. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he was hanging upside down. And I don't, I don't know if you ever saw that because there were a couple memes about him hanging upside down. But the funniest ones were ones that put that side by side with his original one. Because, and you originally made the joke, you're like, oh, he's looking about 80 cents right now. Yeah. Like, if when you look at it side by side with that original music video, it's like, yeah, you're, you're not at all close to what you were. Because originally in the music video, he was shirtless. And for good reason. Because, you know, just ripped out, six pack, all that. And then he had the wife beat her up. Maybe because he couldn't have gone shirtless. Or I guess they've had shirtless dudes at the, at the halftime before. I, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, it's like okay, yeah, you you've aged like we all have, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, so you were you were right with what you originally said on the show, despite the fact that you you sort of walked it back on the day of because you were like, oh, you're the tiger, you know. I think the Bengals are going to win. Yeah. As opposed to on the show when you were like, yeah, I think the NFL is stand, and I think I, I mean I think that's what the win was. Because they were decidedly not going to win. I mean, and then, I don't know, depending on how you look at it, it looks like it was it was maybe not thrown for them, but with in the last 10 minutes of, of gameplay, it was kind of like, oh, it maybe it seems like <laughs> the other guys are really supposed to win, and we got to fix that. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, the two, two or three main plays, which were, were the refs. Hold it, holding calls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh the refs scored more for the Rams than, than their <laughs> The uh the refs definitely stopped a Bengal drive mm-hmm. with holding calls. Mm-hmm. They they probably would have scored one if, more time. If that had hadn't have happened. Um and they were holding calls that were uh Yeah, they, they were definitely not in the Bengals' favor. So Yeah. Yay, football. It's over. We don't have to deal with it for like another not, six months. Not until September, which we saw ads for, which I which I thought was kind of odd. I don't remember seeing that either, where they're like, oh, just wait. Football comes back in September. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, and then do you want to give your thoughts? You don't have to. Uh, do you want to give your thoughts on the uh, the newest Lord of the Rings production coming up out of Amazon? Loud damn rings. 
I, I really thought the people looked plasticky and CGI. That was my only takeaway. Yeah. I, I thought the the big grand sweeping shots, like you noted, I thought they did look good. And this is obviously coming from somebody who hasn't seen the movies, other than like The Hobbit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it really looked it really looked fake. It just looked like fake and plasticky and and like the metaverse. It just it just didn't seem it didn't seem real. And I don't know, maybe that's just my own jaded way of looking at things. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's but, not. Um... It's something that I'm not like, like I said with Super Bowl, I'll watch it, I'll try to enjoy it, or I yeah, won't. For what it is. But I'm not going to uh, go crazy following it. Yeah. Um, I will say I have, because for the past, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years, I've subscribed to the various Lord of the Rings subreddits on Reddit. Yeah. And one's about a year old called uh, Lord of the Rings on Prime. So I've been... Pay attention to that. The amount of damage control of oh that actually that Amazon has been doing that Amazon's well the amount of astroturf fake posts doing damage control on Reddit, mm. trying to spin a narrative of Tolkien well actually welcomed adaptations and wasn't really that strict or protective of, of his work. And remember, remember twenty years ago, everybody hated. The Lord of the Rings before it came out in theaters, and then they were blown away about it. Quickly forgot about all the minor flaws and changes to the story that Peter Jackson made. Right. This is going to be the same thing. So they've obviously been softening the blow, so to speak. Oh yeah, yeah. throughout this, yeah, including you know, I, here's going back in Internet Archives from you know summer of two thousand, saying here's what people were writing about changes to the story. Yeah. Here's what they said six months later after they saw the movie. You know? Yeah. That kind of thing. That seems really desperate. It it is very desperate. Um I don't know, we'll see. Uh either way either way, who cares too terribly much? <laughs> like if yeah. if it's great, uh fantastic. I found out something today that uh very interesting is Amazon only has the rights to the books, the original trilogy. Okay. Of um, the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and Return of the King, and the the things that are contained in it. Mm. They don't have the rights to the Silmarillion Unfinished Tales, which are the two main volumes of work covering the First and Second Age. Mm. This one's the show set in the Second Age. So what they're doing because they can't do anything from the second age. What they're doing is taking from the appendices, which are several hundred pages worth over across the those three volumes mm. of the Lord of the Rings. They're taking the histories of, of middle earth, basically explaining the backgrounds of the characters that show up in uh, the Lord of the Rings books. Mm-hmm. That were still around in the, or were around back in the second age, Elrond, Gladriel, Celebrimbor, um, Círdan, elves, um, <clears throat> and where the appendices reference characters back in the second age, and then building a story around that. So they can't actually go back and do because of legal contracts an authentic, real 
version of um, the f- full fleshed out story that Tolkien wrote. Because he wrote the Silmarillion decades after he wrote the original trilogy. Hmm. And in it, the, the purpose of the Silmarillion was to give fans a fleshed out world of the backstory of the first and second age because they wanted more to know more about what was in the appendices. So Amazon can't use that. They can only use what is in the appendices and then build on that. Mm. And it can't be legally. It can't be the same story that's in the Silmarillion and unfinished tales. It has to be something different. And so that's a good thing. No, that's a bad thing. Okay. Okay. It means they can't faithfully tell the actual story. The real story is Tolkien intended it. Oh, so basically they're just going to fuck around with whatever their writer, their writers want to do. But then they've been explicit in, about that is that it is their fan fiction of the second age mm. based on um, the brief outline, the brief backstory that Tolkien gives in the backs of each of the three novels. Hmm. Well, good luck and Godspeed to you like and said, everybody else who, who is interested. I don't care. I have a friend who back in the day, back in that time, we were both super nerds about Lord of the Rings when those movies came out and we're still friends on Facebook and she sent me this link a couple days ago and I haven't even opened it <laughs> and she was like oh because it was linked to the Vanity Fair article that I had read three days beforehand and um, yeah I just I'm, and she's the type who'd be way into you know nerd culture she's Super NASA fan, loves NASA. Oh, of course, yeah. Disney Plus, you know. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Disney Plus household she lives in, let's put it that way. No. Yeah. No. I, I can't, I really can't stand those people, and there are a number of them. I mean, it's truly, which is why, um, so in the inner circle, I, I think it was, we, we were talking about Lord of the Rings, actually. Mm-hmm. I think this is how this came up. Or maybe I sent a meme from the channel or something. I don't remember. But it was about the, um, um, you know, devotion to fantasy and fiction and things like that. And I think it was about Marvel or something like that. I sent a meme. And we were talking about it. And somebody was like, oh, you know, you don't really see many examples of that. Bro, I can't see it. I mean, and maybe maybe it's just like my age. and But like when I was on Facebook, I I mean, I can't tell you the number of people that were just like, you know, Disney Plus and and Disney World and Disneyland. And Disney, I mean, they just can't even. Every aspect of their lives is blanketed in in this fantasy bullshit from pedophiles, from pedophiles, mm-hmm. and and that's what really grinds my gears. It's not that these people, you know, it's not that you know, so and so talk to somebody and they're like, oh, I really like Spider Man or I I really appreciate the story of of Captain America. I used to be like that with Superman. Right. But, but some of these people, it's like, as much as I like Superman, I've had the only thing I had was a handful of shirts. That's it. Right. A, never, ne- a necklace. And, oh, yeah. And the chain. But that has special S- significance. Speak, speak, uh, sticker on the, on, on your laptop. That, that has special significance. There were the personalized plates that you had. I never had personalized plates. That's not true. Um, 
I just even lost my train of thought. Any, oh. I, well, we 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 always. I mean, the the plates. We all knew it, we, you intended as Superman, but it really looked like Sperm Man. Mm. So, well, the reason the reason I haven't tossed out the chain because I still wear it, and I have actually brought this up with her because of what I've recently read about, or not recently, but what I have since read about the Superman S and its origins and things like that. Yeah, it was a gift from your wife. It was right? a, it was a gift from my wife. And so my kids ask, because they know that I hate anything that's, that's fake mm-hmm. now. And so from time to time, when they'll see me without my shirt on, they're like, Dad, why do you still wear that Superman thing? And I'm like, well, because Mommy got it for me, because I'm her Superman. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's very sweet. But, uh, yeah, it's the only thing I have left and everything else. Oh, I do have in my office, I have a poster of Michael Scott that, that has a quote from him on it, which is... Uh, I guess the atmosphere that I that I've tried to create here is that I'm a friend first, and a boss second, and probably an entertainer third. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I never I never really got into it, mostly because I was sheltered from that sort of thing growing up. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, though, I contribute a major part, a major reason of why, you know, I avoided the bullshit scientism to the fact that I wasn't that I wasn't dialed into media like everybody my age was growing up because it's really it's really kind of obscene when you look back at it yeah and when i look around me at friends of mine that were that were um you know that are my age it's unbelievable man i mean i mean by the time that cable tv got into the home uh which you know it is everybody my age it was like that prime time spot you know and you got mtv and bet and all this other trash and it's like, wow, like you, you can't, they really struggle to see the world outside of a lens of what that little box tells them. And, and, and I'm, I obviously don't, or I'm trying not to see it that way. And, and I do, I, yeah, I think it, I, I think I can attribute it to the fact that, um, yeah, I wasn't raised on television. So like my kids literally said to me, here's, here's how we're doing over in my neck of the woods. My son said to me today, he asked me because the neighbor had mentioned to the, to the kids that, uh, because they, they have, they have skis. And so when we got all that snow, they were skiing down their driveway, <laughs> uh-huh. which was kind of cool. But, uh, I guess, cause they're like, Oh, they're skiing. And then they talked to our kids about it and they were like, yeah, we've been skiing to the mountains, blah, 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 blah. But they were like, Oh, you can watch this professionally, you know, on the Olympics, watch the Olympics. And my son, Matt, my son had to ask me what the Olympics was. And my heart just beamed with pride. I couldn't have been happier than in that moment. I was like, he doesn't even know what the Olympics are. Yeah. I'm I'm succeeding in some way <laughs> and failing in a thousand others. Anyways. What'd you tell him? No, I was just like, ah, it's just dumb stuff on TV. Was I wrong? Was I wrong, Matt? No, but it's so much more. <laughs> is it though? Is it? Yeah. We watched. What did we watch? The mono bobsled after the Olympics. It just kind of kept it on there. It's a way on. for. That's the most Olympics I've ever seen. By the way, it's a way for a small conglomeration of powerful, rich and powerful people to go to a country and take their money. Uh huh. Rape their city. Right. Breed athletes together. Right. Yeah. While they're there in the Olympic Village, in order to create uh, more and better athletes. Right. 
and then move on mm-hmm. to the next city four years later and repeat the process over again. Yeah. Of course, the cities welcome it. They love it. Yeah, for the revenue because and all that. Tax revenue. And they yeah. get to build new infrastructure. And, of course, what comes with that, with that comes, you know, cooking the books yeah. and money from the taxpayer that goes to their friend Jimbo, who runs a local mafioso mm. and, and the concrete factory in town. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, no, it's, you're building new buildings, it's, it's hiding one bodies, big grift. Yeah. laundering money. Yeah. One big grift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was something something new I added to the soundboard. <laughs> and it's it's the whole fucking song. Like, <laughs> you know, it does sound incredibly sneaky when you listen to it. It does. Oh, by the way, I shouldn't put them on blast, but um, I tuned into the, um, obviously because I'm in I'm in the closed Hango Show green room, as all important personalities are. But uh, he, so he popped on the other night, and he was like, and of course, Olympics is a great way for Bob Costas, okay. the, the ghost of Bob Costas, to keep showing up <laughs> to on revive, television, yeah, for no good reason whatsoever at all. Um, no, Hango popped on because he was doing a show the other night. And, um, so I, I jumped in and I, and I actually didn't say anything, but I, I, you know, if he was going to call on me, I, I certainly would have, uh, well, then that's not what this is about. Uh, it turns out that he had it on for something for another reason. And, and I realized that now, but he texted me afterwards and he's going to hate that I'm sharing this. He texted me afterwards, or we were talking about some other stuff and some ideas and whatever. And he was like, dude, I am so pissed right now and i was like why what's uh what's up and he says he says i did not hit the record button all the way before i started and we caught none of that we, we did like an hour and and it's just it's just gone oh you and him no 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 him and his his boys he oh he, really yeah he was doing the in-studio thing um and i was like dude that sucks but i've been there my friend yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um all great podcasters have moments that they should have captured that are that are just totally gone into the ether. Speaking of uh speaking of podcasting and podcasting lore, by the way, some new things are going to be coming to tripod broadcasting. Okay. Uh not not quite I can't really get into detail uh just yet because they're not they're not quite finalized and I'm still talking to the appropriate parties and, and hopefully, um, but yeah, new things are going to be coming there. I'll always take a look at that. And then also, so I, I can't remember if I told you or not, but like a week ago or maybe more, I don't, I don't remember when it was some guy really randomly. Um, and I never post to the, to the, give that some thought Instagram. Cause I don't fuck Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I, don't, I should play the song again, but, but it's just, it, you know, terrible platforms. And like I said, I'm not even logged in right now. But he sent a DM out of nowhere and was like, dude, I found the show, blah, 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 you know, on, on some app or it was recommended or something. And he's like, he's like, I started listening and it's, uh, he's like, it's hilarious. And I was like, well, <laughs> there you go. Good. Happy to help. We need a, um, <laughs> we need a soundbite of Joseph Farrell saying, and so on and so forth. And so on and so forth. Yeah. Because, because. 
and just so we can play that every time you say and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. it's true i do say it a lot you say it, yes you say it quite a bit yeah it's it's a it's a device that i've got that i i use too much but before we get into that though um and i guess you know i mean who knows who knows if it's appropriate now but uh Smoke weed every day. now we are on edibles by the way yes uh a small amount because it was a two pack and we split it and I figured you'd be smoking, but you, you tried to kill yourself the other day and, and still have some injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long story short, I, at um, the very least I have a, I have a torn muscle in my chest right or below my right armpit or, or yeah, or back or yeah, you, somewhere in that area. Yeah. yeah. And it makes coughing extremely difficult, incredibly painful standing up, sitting down. Yeah. Um, Yesterday I was trying to write something on the prep board, just with my arm extended in front of me, and it hurt. Jeez, it, it constantly hurts. It's constantly like an, an ache. Are you? Do you, do you have any? Do you have any of my soft gels here? Or yeah, I have a few. Okay, or something. Because do, do I rub a soft gel on it? <laughs> no, I was going to say take two, take two in the morning, and it'll probably help your day. But uh, I mean, you could do that as well. Or, or if you have some of my, do you have any of my freeze gel? Jeez. Um, no, no. I'll, I'll, send, I'll send you a tube of that too. I, you can rub it, that it's fine. It'll probably pass in a few days, but yeah. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I had had a bruise on that area. Yeah. And the Super Bowl Sunday, I'm sitting there laughing, smoking, coughing, and then one cough came out, and I felt something pop in that area. And I'm not sure. I thought yesterday. I thought for sure I broke broke my rib because of how Monday, right? Especially I had broken my rib because of how painful painful it was. So have you peaked then? Are you get? Are you? Are you do you feel like you're getting better? It's getting a little yeah, less a little bit, a little bit better. Today's well, been good. better. Um, but yeah, it feels like I tore. I think I tore a muscle or something. Man, you pulled something good. So, hmm. well, that sucks. And I I saw you fingering those boxes. Do you want to get into that? Sure. This is ridiculous. This is a, like so. so well, I was going to say, so I got to do, the, I got to do bookends. This, this is brought to us by Hango, Hango Wood over at the Hango show, tripodbroadcasting.com. Um, listen to it. You might like it. You might not. I don't know. Uh, but he, he is now probably the number one producer, uh, of our show. And he's done it again with this, uh, now Matt's already into it <laughs> with this. Um, now remember if you take the cap off, uh-huh. And turn it don't, upside down. The water don't. doesn't magically stay in there. <laughs> You're being a dick. Don't be rude. Um, it looks like it's foil in there. You see that? Yeah, it is. Well, don't like that. Um, oh, and also, here's another point off. It feels like it has wax. On, it's a, it's a wax. Is it? Because it looks like inside. it looks like foil. Like a, yeah, like, it, it is, but I think it has wax on the. I'm uh, sure there's some coating on top of the foil. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Well, what do we have here, Matt? Boxed water <laughs> is better. Is the is what this says on the box? Well, and why would a multinational company lie? Sustainable, pure. You post, we plant. Now this is. Uh, do you see what it says under pure though? Pure, our eight-step water purification process. So this isn't natural. This is coming from the bowels of the corporatocracy, I think. pH neutral water, no additives. 
Um, because if they're, I'm trying to see, are they owned by somebody? It seems like. We're an alternative to plastic bottles. This box is made from paper and renewable resources with a new plant-based cap. The cap is made from plants, Addison. It's not plastic. Oh, really? It appears to be plastic. It feels like plastic. It looks like plastic. I wonder what kind of plants they have to step on in order to do that. Probably. And, and what the byproducts of that process is. The petroleum plant, probably. Yeah, no kidding. The, the petroleum. Yeah, it's plant-based. It's it's a... <laughs> It's an oil refinery, but it's still a plant of some sort. Well, not really. Fossil fuels don't exist, Matt. You know that. Um, no, and then on the back here, so this is the other points off. Uh, produced 1522, which I like. They could have kept that on there. But obviously, the second one I'm I'm not really a fan of. Best Buy 1524, which again, I'm sure has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that, that um, that's when the box starts to deteriorate. Now, I will, I will say this, too, and Hango, you, you'll get a kick out of this since you keep sending me freaking waters. So my son, and I don't know if you listened to the most recent episode of, of the Addison and Lucas show, but uh, he asked me, and he, he has asked me several times, as children tend to do, he asks, asks me all the time if he can drink the water cast water that Hango sends. Because I get these fucking cases at my house all the time. Sure. And he's always like, Dad, I want to drink the water. I want to drink the water. And my rule is, so like tonight when I go home, now that we will have had these and done done the episode, our episode of Warcast, then then I'll open up the the case to the rest of the family and I'll be like, well, drink it as you would your regular water. Um, but since we skipped last week, um, it's been two weeks that these have been sitting in my house and he, the, the little dude has been annoying the piss out of me asking to drink them. And well, because he knows that they're child sized. Yeah, that's another thing. So now I have seen these bigger at, at convenience stores as, as a slight caveat, but yeah, these are, this is 8.4 fluid ounces. This is a mouthful, bro. What do you got? Anything? You can taste the box. I, it's just flat. It's really soft. The water itself is soft and flat. Um, I don't know, man. Okay. I have the same problem with this. As I have with the THC drinks, when I open them and I take that first sip, right, it feels like there's two or three hairs that are going into my throat. Is it possible that's just because you live with a cat? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then continue. I'm sorry because this happened to me in MegaCast. Oh, I felt it? like I had a hair in my mouth for the rest of the night. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. From that seltzer I brought or whatever? Yep. And it's the same thing every time I try to drink one. It feels like there's some sort of, like, microfilament in, in, yeah. around the cap area that's just waiting. And as soon as I open the cap, it cracks off hmm. and drops down that water, and then I end up drinking it. It's just, it's just, it's that feeling. Hmm. Well, I don't really get that, but I, I will say, I mean, you said, oh, it's just flat or whatever. I don't know. I get a cardboard taste. I really do. Uh, I'm No exaggeration. I get a cardboard taste. Yeah, the the box itself. I mean, it looks like a little milk milk, A little carton. milk carton, yeah. I mean, it's nice that they don't make you do the squeeze open like the milk cartons. You yeah, know, I kind of want to do that. Cap, and you kind of want to? Yeah. I mean, that would probably taste even worse. When you drink from the cap, 
the little ridge of cardboard yeah. that forms the top pushes up against your nose. Not a huge fan of that. Yeah, no, it's very awkward to drink out of, kind of. Um, you post, we plant. Post an image of this box with better with hashtag better planet, and we'll plant two trees in a national forest with the NFF. 850,000 trees already planted. I don't believe that, man. There's no, they're just putting seeds down. There's no way that they're like re, you know. Because then how is deforestation even a thing? Refillable, reusable, recyclable. Now that seems like a bit of a stretch for this box too. Store in a cool place out of direct sunlight. I will say this about reusing things. So well, actually on the reusable, reuse, the reuse thing, if yeah. you were, the, the size, it's not good for the size, but if there was a bigger one, say a one liter. That now, and I think I've seen those at gas stations. Okay. Or it's, you know, it's like that, like that, but about that same size square. This so, would be great if you're, like you know, ounces. on a long road trip and can't stop. Right. Need to pee. You, <laughs> you pee in this, and right. when you go to throw it away, you don't have to hide it. Oh, because you can't see the yellow. Because you can't it. see inside of it. Yeah, you're just throwing your box out. Yeah. Interesting. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah. By the way, so when, uh, so uh, my wife and I came into to the rack house on Friday night. Yeah. With Chris and Sarah. It was a little double date, uh, which is kind of funny because my mom, my mom texted me randomly at the beginning of the week and said, hey, let me watch the kids so that you can take Meredith out for Valentine's Day. And then we had the bright idea to invite another couple with us um, just because we never get to do it. And, you know, it's nice to have friends once in a while. So we were talking about that at the rack house because we had it, especially on Saturday night. A well, lot of let me finish my story real okay. quick. So, right. so I mentioned to them um, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember how it came up, which is going to make this sound that much worse. But I mentioned to them that it's very convenient the way we and you're gonna you're gonna hate this you're gonna blast me for this and my wife is gonna be really pissed uh pun intended that i brought this up i pee out of our window on the upper floor of the house because yeah <laughs> now, now let me explain what just happened for the listener matt had picked up his phone i don't know if he heard something or not but it seemed like it was in that boredom or you know oh, let me finish his story while he goes on and then as soon as i said that he set it right back down without without giving the actual screen or, or the device any attention whatsoever he's he put it right back down and just stared me right in the eye like i gotta hear this shit motherfucker what are you talking about so you know how my house is well at the top of the stairs is where my yeah, office one is. one side drenched in piss that's how it is it was just yellow dripping down the Don't be rude. down the sideboards of the house uh, okay <laughs> what okay i'm not gonna get into this with you we'll stay on the topic all night so at the top of the stairs is where I have my office and there's only one bathroom and that's on the main floor. So if it's a regular day, I'm pretty much up in my office working and it, it really disrupts the rhythm to go all the way downstairs and, and run into all the wife and kids who want to tell me about their shitty days and whatever in order to go to the bathroom. It is a thousand times easier to walk across, just walk across the room that I'm in, open the window, and out it goes. Now, I, I mentioned that on Friday night. What if your kids are outside playing? <laughs> well, I don't do it when they are, dick. I'm not an asshole. What if the neighbor sees 
you know, there's no window open, and then just here comes there's your penis out the window. Just a tip. Everything is sex. I okay. I I don't. First of all, you can't see it from any neighbors because we're secluded enough. Number one. Number two, I don't do it when the kids are outside. Okay, so you can take your rude bullshit somewhere else. But I mentioned it Friday night. What about the drippage? <laughs> Will you stop? Not, like I get it. It's you out can, the window. I know. It's, do well, you okay. not understand how yes, windows I, I, work? I understand. Do you know how windows work? I, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. But what I'm saying is, so where does it drip? Do you like thrust your entire package outside the window and to shake the last few drops from your dick, or do you let them fall in like the windowsill inside? Is what I'm saying. I'm saying you can't make. No man can maintain a 100 percent arc stream 100 percent of the time. Were that the case, also, then every men's re- restroom in the entire world is just a a, a, a cesspool of piss. If that's no, the but, case, yes, but you stand over the toilet. You stand at you the stand urinal. Over the window. No, you don't stand over the window. You stand at the window. At best, with your you, dick over it. What, thrust okay with your dick outside. Yeah. So how are where where are the balls in the plane of breaking? The windowsill and where the panel of, of, of glass would be, where are the balls at this point? They would be over the windowsill. They would be like right in the okay, middle. Okay, but of I'm window. saying the plane of where the glass p- pane comes down. Right. How many inches back or forward past are the balls? They're they're probably a little bit forward from, from like, here's the pane and here's the balls. Okay, so you stick and out the or window. You, th- you thrust your pelvis out the window. Well, I'm trying to understand the physics here. To well, me, if you're standing, you if, you're, if you're standing at at there at the window, right, right, yeah, with your legs up against the window sill, <laughs> yeah, you that's have exactly you have about two inches or my knee, so. My knees are right up at the window; they're against the wall. Okay, so then you have about two inches or so. So there's some thrust. Yeah, it's not, okay. It's they, not- thank you. There's some thrust. Okay, <laughs> got you. I wanted to know whether or not yes. Yeah, it's not. It's I'm not standing perfectly straight. Okay. But you don't in a urinal either, typically. I do. Okay. You lean kind of forward and you like you like Well, that's what I mean, you And you got the lip of the urinal and you know you You're over it. You're yeah. over it. Yeah. In a toilet, if you're I'm, peeing, you're over it. I mean that's what that's what happens with the windowsill. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Okay, so my you're over the my window wife's sill. gonna be really pissed we talked about this. Anyways, I, I brought it up on Friday. You got your wiener out the window. <laughs> no, okay. I can't say no because it's true. I, I brought it up on Friday, and and in the course of conversation, if you can believe that, it was a great evening, by the way. Thank you so much for coming, Chris and Sarah. We had a, we had an absolute blast, and Matt, your food, as always, was impeccable. Um, But that came up during dinner, and it was funny because Chris said, he's like, you know, when you guys mentioned on the podcast peeing in bottles, and I brought this up because you were talking about how easy it would be to pee in this stupid box. Sure, sure. He said, he said, when you guys brought up on the show peeing into bottles, I thought you were kidding. And I'm like, no, why would we be kidding? Like, do you think we talk about things that aren't real? This is the most authentic show that you listen to. Of course, we're being serious. I've peed in a bottle. You've peed in a bottle. Today. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Today. Uh, just do it, man. Just get a bedpan. A bed- just get yourself a fucking bedpan. bedpan. Well, I... Have you forgotten that I'm married? That's a little different scenario with you. I, I can't, you know. You're all alone. You're free to do. I assume that I'm sitting in your piss right now. As far I mean, it's <laughs> get, get oh every time you go through milk, save the gallon jug, 
and then just make a little barrier on your roof. Uh huh. Where you could just open, fill the piss jug up, open the open the window, toss the jug up on the roof, right, and let it stay there. Let it stay there. Well, I think I would dump it out at least. I'm not gonna have a bunch of you know orange gallon jugs on top of my house. <laughs> but that's not true. I I also try and stay hydrated enough to where it's completely clear. Yeah. Every day, every day, that's the goal. Get completely clear. I'm like a Scientologist in that regard. Anyways, do we want to give this water a rating or what? And my wife, oh, God, she's going to kill me. She's going to kill me because I said this on the show. Anyways, I pee out windows. I don't give a fuck what anybody out there thinks. Fuck you. And if you don't like it, go to the show and donate. And you can write me a letter about how much you hate the fact that I pee out windows. And we'll read it on the show. You got, we will. You got to <laughs> tripodbroadcasting.com slash support. Yeah, you got a rating for this, this shitty box of water. Four out of ten. Four out of ten? Yeah. Yeah, it's low for me too. Maybe even lower because there's just there's nothing I like about it. There's a cap, a container, some liquid, and um. I mean, I assume it would keep you hydrated in an emergency, which is you know. There's there's a cap, a container, water, and a narrative because so four points, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not good. Um. Yeah, actually, we never we've never quite done this before, but I'm gonna go ahead and tease it. Uh so this is this this is one of two cases of water that I have in my house. Um and so the family will get to break into this one tomorrow. But uh the next one is and I can't remember the name of it, but it's this uh it's this um um cold pressed uh like lemon water or something or other. So we're either going to love it or we're going to hate it. But anyways, tune in next time to find out what we think of that water. <laughs> Hit him with a little tease, you know, keep him coming back. Sure, sure. Um, you got anything or you want me to come up with something? Because I, I, I got something if you want. Oh, go for it. Um, and while I'm pulling this up, I will say this. Because this came from a producer, not the one I'm about to talk about, but... uh. You know, I got that note on Instagram from somebody who said they enjoyed the show. Um, I've been talking with producer Eric quite a bit, who has sent him water before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been talking with producer Eric for with quite a bit because we're working on something else, just a little project that I'm helping him with. And man, that dude is cool as shit. He 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 really is. He 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 gets it, and he I mean, you know, our listeners and the ones that reach out and the ones that are a part of the community and and appreciate the show really are the best in the world um it's not many obviously but they're they're really cool people and anyways so that being said this was sent to me by a producer who shall not be named <laughs> um and, and the title is now it's two minutes long if you want me to cut it i will that's not a problem but we're only at 47 so who gives a shit okay uh so he sent me this and he goes tell me you've seen this and i was like no i haven't this was actually on the way out here. And I and, and so I clicked on it because I was like, well, let me see how long it is and let me see what it is. Now, here's here's the, and you, you may have seen this, I don't know. But here, here's the YouTube title. It says, Pastor Greg Locke threatens to expose six witches who are members of his church. Have you seen this? I don't, I don't believe so. I, 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 I hadn't either. And I listened to it in the car. And <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> here you go. Pastor Greg Locke. First and last names of six witches that are in our church. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. 
three of you in the room right now. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. You so much as cough wrong, and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spells. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. Two of you in my wife's latest Bible study, and you know who you are, and we're going to ask you to get out, or I'll expose you in front of everybody. We got all six of their names. All six of them. Two of them had already been confirmed before that thing ever even said it. First and last night, this chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. So you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spell casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. <laughs> Everybody okay? Huh. The witches are like, nope. <laughs> and your little dog, too. You're out, witch. So there you go. Uh, sent to us by, by, by a producer who shall not be named. Pastor Greg Locke threatens to expose six witches who are members uh, of his church. Now, I got to say, um, I, I kind of want to pick that apart and add, and add a few of those drops to... <laughs> To our soundboard, in Jesus' name. I mean, boy, he he really goes at it. Yeah, it's a tremendous piece of uh, theater art. It is. It is, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Obviously, I don't know any background. I don't know anything about that guy. I don't know anything about. Um, I, I, I get the sense Baptist or Pentecostal. Yeah. Uh, because of the, because of the, the freedom with, with which, I don't know if you could quite hear it in this clip, um, the freedom with which the audience sort of responded. Yeah, it's a seems to be a Baptist thing and a Pentecostal thing. Although they do it at my non-denom church, uh, people do it all the time. Amen, and all those. Mm -hmm. and it's like shut up. <laughs> no, I, I I appreciate it, and if if you feel led, you should do it. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, it seems more likely to be performance art. More likely that yeah. Yeah, there's. Uh, well, and and how bad of a pastor do you have to be for six of them to show up? Like, what? Come on. Or how man. good? How good of a pastor? Oh, that's a good point. You know. Yeah. Um. No, it seems to me more the more likely the situation is. Um. There's two women in his wife's small group Bible study who are super Harry Potter fans. <laughs> you think that's, that, that's probably what it is. That's his definition of witch. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, could be. Uh, yeah, I, I. Growing up, it was a big thing. People that were into Harry Potter, we were not. We were not. Uh, that was not something we were a part of. Obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons. Because I, it, because if you watch it, you do become a witch. It's true. Yeah, yeah. No, but. I was in my late teens when Harry Potter came out, and obsessed with Lord of the Rings. So I had no interest in Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't really, didn't really care for it. It, it. I will say this about those two, 
it does not seem that there's much crossover. You know what I mean? Like the as far pe- as fan- fandom goes? Yeah the, yeah. fan the super fans of Harry Potter don't seem to, you know, aren't really down with Lord of the Rings. And the super fans of Lord of the Rings don't really seem to be down with Harry Potter. I wonder why that is. It's the same way with Star Wars. You know, I see. I, I, I don't. I don't think so, though, because it seems like Star Wars mega fans can have a plethora of other, like most of the people that I know that are really into Star Wars are also into Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it seems like at least to me. I don't know. I don't follow any of the garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's who who cares? Honestly, I think I want to watch Mad Men again. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Dude, that pissed me off the other day when you were in the thread and you're like, why don't you go watch Mad Men for the 12th time? And I was like, it was three times. Three times. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, the way we handle the chat is, is a little bit like, I think it's kind of like you and I sort of fantasy role playing that we are um, a fraction of like our favorite comedians. Okay. In, in the sense that it's sort of it's sort of expected and and welcome when you when you rib your friends sure, when you sure. when you when you you know really go into them. And speaking of that, <laughs> I roasted Aaron from the group today. <laughs> I absolutely roasted him. He, uh, I actually I can't say, huh? I can't say it. I said as dominant as a four foot six man can be. <laughs> Uh, that's just rude it is it is but you know like i said it's it's it is truly a sign of endearment but what do you got you looking something up for us or you just no no um yeah uh i I enjoyed enjoyed hanging out with aaron aaron came to uh, my super bowl party on sunday um a bunch of people did well i mean not a bunch but there was eight of us yeah uh yeah it was good to see him um Nick, uh, who's sitting next to you? Yeah, yeah. Big, uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, Big Lebowski. It's like four white Russians <laughs> in the first quarter. Like he's like, anybody want to write white Russian? Which is such an odd drink to offer people, by the way. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, I was like, well, who the no? Why would, that, would I want? That's Russian? Nick, though. Like he's he's just like ten percent <laughs> off appropriate normalcy or like reading the room. Okay. Okay. You know. I mean, he, he, he's certainly friendly about it. It was just, it's so, I, of all the jobs I've worked and drinks I've had and whatever else, I think that's the first time in my life that out of the blue, someone offered me a white Russian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just not, I mean, you say, oh, you want a beer or, you know, can I get you? It's like, no, can I make you a white Russian? It's like, no, of course you can't make me a white Russian. They're disgusting. I yeah. I don't have any interest in that, nor does any normal person. But I get the feeling that for some reason he thought that I would be into it. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but, but it's not your cup of tea either. Well, no, I, I. <laughs> but when I was a few years younger than him, mm-hmm. did you have a phase? Maybe five to six younger years younger than him. I did have a phase where uh, you have a white Russian phase, Matt. I had watched the Big Lebowski, oh, and then I, so. I had, I had tried a White Russian, uh huh, and I was like, yeah, "I'm drinking White Russian like the Big Lebowski," <laughs> and I, I had a couple swigs out of him. I'm like, "Nope, 
Yeah, don't like that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I don't think I've ever had one. It's. I've never seen that movie either. It's it's a, it's a good movie. It's a decent movie. Um, it's not. Uh, you know, it's not going to change your life, but it's definitely an interesting no movie. No movie is. Um. It's kind of uh, the grandfather of like Pineapple Express. Yeah. Um. Which, but done better. Um, hapless stoner gets involved with a crime syndicate mm. through a case of mistaken identity, and then chaos ensues, and he has to get his um at his weird friends mm. to help him out out of the situation. No, oh, buddy comedy kind of thing. A little bit. A little, little kind of a trippy, little, yeah, dark comedy, I guess. But yeah, he he showed up at the rack house on Monday hmm. with uh, uh, something for me, and then I was I got the, I I wasn't there on Monday, but Tuesday when I came in, John said, "Hey, some guy came by and dropped this off for you." I can't remember his name, and it was a bottle of crack and rum. Oh, nice. Uh, Is that what you're drinking now? No, no. Um, a limited edition bottle mm. of Kraken rum called Kraken Attacks Missouri, which it has the Kraken like attack wrapped around the arch. Oh, nice, it. nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah, um, and a card that was like, "Hey, thanks for the party." Well, that's a class act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you perfectly reasonable. Dude. I mean, you know, I don't know if I would call Nick. Guy, I, but... I don't know if I would call Nick a class act, <laughs> but he's a decent dude. Yeah. I think everybody there was a decent dude. What what I know of yeah. everybody there, uh, they were decent dudes. Uh, it was a good time. Speaking of good times, actually, uh, this weekend I've got a, I've got a thing coming up on Saturday. Aaron, who who was there uh, and came by my invitation, is having a bit of a guys' night um, over at his house. Probably going to be at his house. Uh, last year or a couple months ago, we did it at an Airbnb close mm-hmm. that we got because too many guys with kids. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I think he's going to do it at his house, and we're going to uh, sit around his fire pit and uh, ponder our orbs and and uh, discuss the collapse. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's good to be around dudes who see through the bullshit. Yeah, uh, I I I think more than ever, you know, it's like it's like even if because like the, the guys, um, you know that that I'll be seeing Saturday, that were there last time. You know, there are some of them, you know, I don't agree with them on a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, theologically or just, you know, whatever. But they all can kind of look at the spectacle of, you know, the forces that would hope to control our lives, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and they can all see that they're bullshit, you know? Yeah. And and, I th- and I'm like, okay, well, that's that's priority number one. You know, we can we can get into, you know, the trinity. Or whatever you want, you know, on our own time. But as long as you see through this, and are, and are dead set on providing for your family, and being the best man that you can be, you know, and, and husband and father to your kids, and the best man that you can be in your community, well, then I'm all ears. You know. Anyway, diplomat cream, strawberry diplomat cream. I was just thinking about. <laughs> Cool. So you were listening. Awesome. That you know the strawberry cheesecake you had on Friday night. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a bite. I don't. The, I, the strawberry mousse. Was, cheese and dessert, bro. It's one. Of, it's one of my faux pas. I can't do it. This, okay, you can't do cheesecake. Wow. What? You are a petty man. You're a petty, petty man. You know that? Why? I don't, I like, don't like cheese with dessert. I don't like cheesecake. It's disgusting to me. I don't like any cheesecakes, which is why I told you, and I don't think you I don't think you realized this when I told you on Monday or Sunday when we hung out. No, it, it, I tried a bite of it, and it was pretty good for cheesecake. That's high praise coming from me. I fucking hate cheesecake. My what? mind wandered, and I was, I, whatever. Because the mousse that I did on top of mm-hmm. the cheesecake was a bit loose. The moose was loose. Can't have that loose moose. I was thinking about ways to episode title fix it. right there. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I don't like cheesecake. Oh, by the way, please, please, please. And now that I can see in person, I'm going to tell you this. If I if I send you a text that, and I know you've been busy, and I and I also didn't realize that you 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 had hurt yourself and and all that, but I knew you were busy and stuff. Uh, so I'm not necessarily blasting you, but for future reference, Matt, if I send you a text that indicates at all whatsoever something that my kids have done or said, please reply to it. I don't care. I don't care what necessarily you say uh, or what have you, because I sent you, if you if you recall, because we ate a shitload of food when we were there on Friday night. And I couldn't finish the, the pesto thing yes, with the, I the pasta. I couldn't finish yeah. your scallop pesto, which was delicious, by the way. And so the next night, I warmed it up and gave it to my kids. And I was like, this is Matt's. Matt made this. And they were like, oh, it's so good. It's, you know, and my, my daughter, she was sitting there and she's like, she's like, I think that's basil. And I was like, yeah, it's pesto. I'm sure there's basil in there, you know? And, and so they're, they're, they're like, tell Matt that we really like it. And I, and I sent you a text and I said, my kids loved the your scallop pasta and 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 we ended up talking later that night about whatever else or whatever and you never replied and for the rest of that day and once the next day my son said he's like what did Matt say what did Matt say about the fact that we like his pasta just make something like, oh. up <laughs> no i can't do that let me be the let i me, don't lie to my kids let me be like the santa claus <laughs> to your children <laughs> Well, you know? we don't believe in that. We having that. Make something up. What? Do you, what kind of parent do you think I am, Matt? <laughs> don't, don't. I apologize. Next time, yeah. Anything just, referring to your children, <laughs> I want me to respond with something. Just yeah. Well, it didn't even have to be immediate because I told him I'm like, oh, Matt works. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, what did Matt like, say? What did Matt say? What did Matt say? He sent that Hitler gif again. <laughs> we d- we have a tremendous amount of Hitler gifs. It's, it's true. Yeah, and well, no, and they do? keep getting better and better as we keep finding them. By the way, that fifty cent one, hmm, top tier, my friend. I know. I know. I've, I've hit a lot of people with that, and they. <laughs> the Fantastic. Um, you know the other person who, who who in my circle who finds me new gifs. By the way, is a black Jew. <laughs> who is super anti-Semitic and super racist, which is why we're friends. But he, he sends me, he, he's the one that sent me that, uh, uh, with the cope card from American psycho. Yeah. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, continue. No, the Hitler gifs, the main channel I get my gifs <laughs> from, um, shut down recently. Oh, don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's such a, mm, there's a couple of really good channels on telegram. 
that that are just they're just followed by the band hammer, you know, for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else will do it like sporadically, but then the ones that focus on certain gifs or certain topics or certain memes. It seems like, like I said, they, they get followed by the band hammer. And Telegram is getting real uh Shitlords, shitlords are like that, man. They're only they'll be, they'll be up, get a few thousand followers, and then bam, they're gone again. Yeah. And then there'll be a new shitlords. And then <laughs> um, Telegram's getting real uh, stale. Um, in a, you know it's true. In a way, you know it's true. It's the same content you're seeing across ten different channels. Yeah, you know, and everybody's there's a lot of circle jerking going on. Especially yeah. on the conspiracy. Well, dude, the this Canadian channels. trucker thing, man, I'm so tired of hearing of it. I mean, I just, I'm, yeah, I am, I'm, I'm because I'm, it doesn't feel real. I can't, I can't get it. I can't seem to get a dog in the fight because it doesn't feel feel real. None of it has felt real to me. I think it is real. It's just they are they don't not Israel. the The trucker thing is real. Yeah, but they're actively trying to do anything they can to twist it into these people are, are terrorists. Yeah. And can, Canadians are just too um, aw shucks as a people. Right. To believe and be that extreme. Well, that that mentally out of focus mm-hmm. to believe that their their neighbor who cuts their grass just like they do and has kids and a wife is an alt-right terrorist literally destroying democracy insurrectionist. Right. Like we in America feel have been conditioned into that mindset. Somehow, not not, ev- not everybody, reason. but there's, like I said, that, that 5% on either side of the spectrum who believe that. Yeah. And who believe that the other side is literally Hitler. Yes. Yeah. And so I think you have a harder time persuading Canadians that the truckers are, are literally Hitler. A lot of them, Yes. But I don't think um, that Canada has the same. They have the same culture of media and entertainment controlling all narratives. Yeah. But I don't think they pay attention to it as much. Hmm. And it doesn't shape their worldview or how they approach people as much. So I, I, I don't think that the way the media spun January 6th yeah as terrorists right wing far you know nazis yeah insurrection yeah a violent attack on democracy yeah and they had confederate flags and nazi flags and showing one nazi flag and a handful of confederate flags and some don't tread on me flags carried by january 6th protesters showing that one nazi flag was enough to convince 500,000 Nightly Rachel Maddow watchers. Right. The, that it was all Nazis. Yeah. That little grandma walking between the velvet ropes with her little her little American flag and Trump hat. Yeah. Was it, it was akin, was equal with Hitler. to to, you know, Gehring and Goebbels. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's true, man. And so I don't think Canadians uh are as susceptible to that. Now you read it to your Canadian. Right, yeah. Well, you're super liberal, yeah. You know. Yeah, which, I don't know, the place to 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 watch the action of the trucker rally, or the trucker protest. Is Reddit? It's not, it's not 4chan or Facebook. Yeah. It's Reddit. And it's not even a 
pro trucker or anti trucker subreddit. It's a subreddit Ottawa. No, uh, okay. For a month now, every day they have a stickied thread that's okay. No more trucker posts. Everything you have to say about the trucker protests is in here. Is in this thread. Yeah. You say anything pro trucker removed immediately immediately just <laughs> good god man but the anti-trucker yeah and people bitching the about the trucker seething yeah just like the seething and coping it was probably two weeks ago but there was this tremendous post and it was i can't stand the constant honking it's kept me up i haven't had sleep in three days my cat is so stressed out it shit on the bed and just the memes of the crying Sojaks yeah, with the cat yeah. spraying shit on the wall <laughs> while, while, you know, honklers outside the yeah. window. Honk, honking. Another one where, where's another one. Uh, and it might have been a troll. I, I, some of it has to be, dude. But the post went like this. Uh, I can't stand the honking. It needs to stop. Yeah. These people are, are crazy. My wife and I have been so stressed out that she had to go. That's got to be a troll. That it's she had to be. go sleep at a parentheses male coworker's house. Yeah, I would have gone, but they only had space for one. Like it has to be a troll. It has to be. It it has to be. I but really, I I mean, I hope it's it is possible. It's not in clown world. I it's hope possible. Yeah. it's not. I hope it's not. Like, hey, let me go to my boyfriend's house where the honking is slightly less. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. No, I've seen that going around quite a bit. You know, it, it, it seems like once a day, uh, somebody likes to post that to 4chan. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've seen that a number of times, and and by God, I, <laughs> I really hope But, you know, somewhere out there, it's real. That's real. That happened. Well. Uh, <laughs> her mail coke. Her male, male co-worker. Parentheses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it's uh it's it's really something. I, I don't um yeah, I don't know. I just can't I, I I can't seem to get into it because it just doesn't feel real. It just doesn't. I can't make it feel real for me. But I I'm I'm checked out of a lot of that stuff too, anyways. I mean, you know, like I the the, the stuff the serious stuff that I like to look at. It's all about, you know, the technocracy and, yeah. and, you know, and I'll, I will say this because I, I think it's important to note, um, for people out there listening and things like that. So you have what's going on in Canada, which is, you know, Justin Castro just being a, a cunt to his people. I mean, just with the freezing of the bank accounts and whatever, and he's a puppet. I get that, but you know, he, he's the face of the thing. Um, <clears throat> But then it seems like down here, you either have extreme liberals who are seething at the fact that restrictions are being rolled back, or, and and this is the biggest the biggest segment, you have a segment of people that do not seem to care one way or the other. They're just like, I just let me go on about my life. I've had my jab, or I haven't. Who cares? Let's move on. And then there's a small, small fraction of people uh, of which I consider myself one. And and it bums me that I can't find many other people like this because it seems like what they've done is buy the narrative of the walkbacks 
you know, lessening restrictions and less masks and all this stuff in all these places and all these cities and all these big companies. And they really feel like it's over or like a victory has been won for the side of freedom in, in the battle between freedom versus totalitarianism. And, and that's why I follow this technocracy news so much, because I'm like, you have got to realize (laughs) that this has by no means halted. And all of the things that the corporations want to do, who, who, who are the true enemy here, by the way, it's not Biden. It's not Justin Castro. It's not any of these people, right? It's the corporations and they are, they are busily marching forward with this, this new world order, digital currency, track and trace to a a biological level. Um, bullshit. They're, they're marching forward on it. It has not stopped whatsoever. Uh-huh. And, and I, it just blows my mind that there are so many people, you know, who, who, who saw it in some sense, like I did over the last two years that are now like, Oh, don't, you know, what's your problem, man? Because I'll send them something about a digital ID or, or, or wh- whatever it is, whatever little piece of uh, whatever. And they're like, oh, come on, man. And I'm like, no, like, I don't, I don't think you realize. And, and I said this to my wife in bed the other night, ladies, and, and because we were laying there and we were talking about this very thing and, oh, I was telling her about the Super Bowl commercials and how much they pissed me off because all the cars were electric and one commercial repeated several times that I really, really hated about the robot dog because it was a traditional Super Bowl com- commercial that tried to tell a story in the amount of time. And typically it is done with an animal. Like it, it was that exact same style, but it was a robot dog. And the commercial wasn't even for the robot dog. That was just an accessory. The commercial was for the electric car. Yeah. And so I was pissing and moaning about this to my old lady. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I hated that commercial. I hated that commercial. And and, and then we watched it. And, and I was like, see, but th- this is what pisses me off. Because I'll send that commercial to people and I'll be like, look, you know, be angry about it like I am. And they're oh, like, oh, the little doggy. Well, the, or, or, either that, or they'll be like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Like, what do you like? No one's ever going to go for a robot dog. And I'm like, motherfucker, they just rolled them out on the border at, at to have robot guard dogs as a test. There are sections of the border right fucking now that if you come across a robot dog, will take your picture and call the authorities. Okay, and so and and so that's that's my thing. I'm like, I I, I don't think you understand. We are getting Super Bowl commercials of this laughable thing. Same thing with the whole metaverse thing, right? It's metaverse this, metaverse that. So and so is into the metaverse. Microsoft wants to get into the metaverse. Oh, metaverse NFT is metaverse, and and a huge swath of people are laughing their dicks off at the metaverse because of how stupid it looks. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you have got to understand that these things are placeholders for broader ideas that they are marching forward and have not stopped whatsoever and i and it just sorry rant over i guess but like it just really bugs me that people can't get that because i'm like okay okay like they really are doing it they really do want this world that they presented and they're marching forward with it yeah so anyway heading back to uh the trucker rally real quick Mm. before i address that the uh male co-worker (laughs) So the the Freedom Convoy, as it's 
called the so-called freedom convoy has a list of demands and it's like 10 different things basically they would they want the trudeau government to to they want trudeau to step down castro right but recently a dude who's shown up everywhere has said they just want two demands mm-hmm. they want end of mass of, of mandates and um, like some caveats for for truckers and stuff like that for like everyday workers, right? And this is this is the guy that's doing like interviews and stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who has ties to, um, um, the ADL and uh, some other different organizations? Mm, all reputable, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But they're what they've done in the past four or five days is put him front and center because <clears throat> they know they're not going to beat these truckers. Yeah, the tow truck companies refuse to tow them. Uh, they they're not going anywhere. Yeah, uh, by their un- unless they they decide to move, and if the police move in, if the military moves in, they're going to have a, a fiasco on their hands. Yeah, big violent because mess, these people probably. aren't fighting they're just parking and, and just hanging out yeah and honking and barbecuing from what it seems yeah yeah just throwing the football and chilling i mean everything everything i've seen from it it looks it looks like a blast i kind of wish i could go up there they're and just hang out with some they're just hanging Canadians. they're just hanging out yeah <laughs> so they're not doing they're not destroying property they're i mean they're they're, they're just i've seen multiple clips of them cleaning up after themselves actually trash and things like that so they they have really no reason to go in with an armed force and forcibly remove them mass arrests they know it looks bad they know 98 percent of canadians support it yeah so what they're going to do is drop the mandates negotiate with this fake leader of the truckers in the media and make it seem to everybody who doesn't know all the details as though the truckers won the truckers won trudeau capitulated and what they'll do instead of make, making it a, a national um, mandate by law that truckers and and every you know everyone has to get the shot, they'll just kick it down the road like to to um, the like uh, we did here healthcare only kind of thing. Oh no, to the like the supply chain mm. to the trucker co- trucking companies themselves to the distribu- major distributors saying okay we can't hire X. Ex- trucking company walmart can't hire this trucking company unless the trucking company can prove that all their truckers have been vaccinated for insurance reasons right and then this trucking company is out of contracts if they don't hire if they don't fire all their truckers who haven't been vaccinated they'll just they'll just they're just going to use the private sector strong arming the private sector to subvert the national mandate. Yeah. So the effect will be the same. You're still going to have many people out of work. You're still going to have major supply lane difficulties. And the people who absolutely have to have a job will say, well, I'll get it. Yeah. I didn't want to. At least, at least the government didn't mandate it. Yeah. We won. It was, we won. Yeah. My boss made me do it. Not the government. Right. It's not a mandate. It's just your job. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember? The insurance company forced me to take an experimental 
uh, vaccine. Gene therapy. Not the government. Yeah. Freedom. Yay. Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you this, too. I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I mean, if you have any. Why is it? Because I haven't given this a lot of thought, and it's it's curious, is it not? Why is it that, you know, like I said earlier, we're seeing quite a bit of rollback in some different areas, companies and things like that, countries. Leanna Wen goes up there and it's like, oh, well, it's actually not that big of a deal at all. And don't look at the cases. And like, I mean, you know, listen to no agenda, by the way, if you don't know any of this, but, but why, what is it about Justin Castro that he is the poster boy or the whipping boy on the part of, you know, the world economic forum or whoever that he can't let it go. Why, why do you think that is? You think it's because I thought about this today and I was like, well, maybe they just have a shitload of dirt on him. Like maybe everybody else, they just have like financial crimes they can bury him with. But, you know, maybe him, you know, it's actual pedophilia or what have you. So that's a possibility. But do you have any thoughts on that? Like, why is he the guy that just, you know, has to go out there and, oh, because you know, every time he comes out there, he just toes the party line. Like every time you're like, okay, we'll, you know, say something, you know, remotely positive. And no, it's just every time, every clip I see, it's just another shitty remark from him that makes it it seem like, um, you know, that he and you know hates freedom and and is the worst political leader on the planet right now. Why do you think that is? Or do you have any thoughts on that? Um, my or best should take my best explanation is because he's totally, completely controlled everything about him. Yeah, a li- a he he puppet. owes to somebody propping him up. Yeah. Yeah, I that, sadly that seems to be the And reality. every single step along the way when he did something wrong it was oh no that's Justin Castro. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's not no, it's not a big deal. It, it's Justin. It's cool. No, I I know I know he raped you, but no, it's fine. Like it's cool. We'll just let it go. Right. It's just blackface. Some money. It's just yeah. it's just blackface. Yeah. He he didn't mean it. He apologized. It's just brown face. Yeah. He he only raped you. It's fine. Yeah. Which is true. He's a rapist. Yeah. And he did blackface. Literal, yeah. literal, actual blackface. Yeah. And and is somehow a, still a political leader in mm-hmm. 2022. Riddle me that, globalists. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. It's 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 odd to say the least. Um. I don't know. And it does give me some pause because I'm like, well. I mean, if it is really going to come down to lines drawn, <laughs> then at some point we'll have to be concerned about what's to the north. <laughs> yeah. But I think Canada, very much like uh, the United States, you know, I, I, I think the center of the country doesn't really give a shit. Um, and I think that's the way it is here. You know, there, there's just too many guns. And, and, and the people with all of those that have the views that they do are, are, are going to win. Like tactically, yeah. if it comes down to that, that's all. That's just, and that's just facts, you know. So I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Raise yourself some chickens. Get get yourself a good acre and a good woman. And and uh, yeah. By the way, chickens are hatching. Chickens are hatching. I uh, today we had we had one that was all the way open, and you could see this bits of shell. Mm-hmm. that it had started to, to break through 
And I believe my wife told me as I was getting ready to leave uh, that there's a second one now that's getting ready. So now we can incubate eggs, which is a pretty, I mean, you know, I don't know, it's not huge or whatever, but it's, it's a pretty significant accomplishment. Because now that we can do that, like you realize I, I technically, not right now, but, you know, I have the means to have an unlimited supply of food. Like, do you realize that? That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Because I can raise them for meat, the eggs, like, I mean, and, and just as many as, as I want. That's so well, I awesome. mean, eventually your basement's going to fill up. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> no, they're not, uh, they're not in the basement anymore. But anyways. Where are they? They're outside. Oh. We have, we have facilities for them that we've built. Oh, you built a coop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my, my wife's built like three now. One of them looks amazing that she just finished. That's the new one that the new ones are eventually going to go in. Like what's she making out the of? The original. Like plywood and stuff? Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all stuff I picked up off of Craigslist free and Facebook marketplace. Oh, really? Yeah. We, uh, as far as materials, we haven't spent really, well, okay. We've spent a couple, but, uh, cause she got one big sheet of plywood that she was using, and, but that was actually to build a brooder, which was different. But, uh, but yeah, everything else, everything else has been either dumpster dives, you know, kind of thing or, or Craigslist free, just, uh, um, pallets and things that we've cut up and then, and then put, put together. Hmm. So, and what's crazy is cause she said this to me the other day and I, I blew her off cause you know, woman, but, but she was like, you know, maybe we should, maybe that should be our thing. We should, you know, come up with a really good design and then build these and sell them. And I'm like, nobody's going to pay for that. Yeah, they will. And then, well, and then she showed me on Craigslist because she's actually looked into this. And I, I was just talking, you know, I was like, well, nobody would do that. And she showed me, she's like, no, they go for like 300 to $500, depending on how nice they are. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like, man, because that's, that's, that's really something. Because it's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, the hardest part about her building it over the last, and she's been building it for about a month. But, but that the only reason why that's the case is because of the weather and the materials. You know, that's the only reason it's taken so long. Mm-hmm. So if it was warmer and we just bought the materials because we knew we were going to sell it, like, yeah, you could definitely do that. And for a day, day and a half, maybe two full days of work you'd spend on it, yeah. if that, you can make yourself 500 bucks. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. And there's nothing Justin you, Castro can do about you're, it. You are not the only couple who have been like, who's, yeah, who's true. spent yeah. the pandemic and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute yeah being at home with our kids is actually not as bad as sitcoms have been telling us our entire lives right you know well it's not even so much that so much as just the realization that like i mean because she's she's more like i am you know now she, well, no, she, no, well, I'm, my, my point is that there are a lot of uh, people who have gotten into homesteading over the past two years yeah you know and so yeah make make a 500 bucks off the off the chick who's like I'm going to raise chickens in the suburbs. And then two right. months later, well, maybe she will. Maybe she won't. That's like not my problem. The raccoons ate all her chickens and she just gives up. Yeah, it does happen. The point is you sold her a chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and for me, the the big thing is just, it's, it's like, it's, it's what I was real on. Or you, or you, here's another, here's an angle. Yeah. You start a business teaching people. Yeah. How to do it. How to raise chickens in their backyard in the suburbs. Yeah. You got you could definitely do it. What what would you want to call that? Cock cons- consultations. 
Shit. Might do that one as an episode title. Um, <laughs> God, consultations. I already give those. You know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, man, for me, because like it's the, the biggest thing. It's not so much, oh, being home is nice, because we were pretty much doing that beforehand. The biggest thing for me, and I, and I think for my wife, I don't want to speak necessarily for her, but, well, you, you, you can. It's your legal right. It, it is, uh, and and also she'll get on open line Friday and detract it all, anyways. But uh, I was thinking of that on on Valentine's Day, as I'm walking through Schnooks. And well, for I, me, it's it's rejecting the corporations. Okay, yeah. Like the bedrock of the way that I look at things is, I'm I don't want Walmart or or Aldi or no matter how good the corporation is, and there's some decent ones out there. There are, but no matter how good they are, I don't want to be dependent on them for what I need to live. That's it. Anyways, you were thinking about that Friday. Well, just thinking about giving gifts as I'm as I'm walking through Schnooks on a Monday. Mm. It's Valentine's Day. The all the entire floral section of Schnooks is just barren. Yeah, there's nothing left. Totally it's empty. Gone. Yeah. This is like f- five o'clock on Monday, and I'm watching these single or you know these these men mm. by themselves, you know, buying flowers. In the work clothes, heading home. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I guess if they want to buy that for their wives, that's fine. And I look and I see this probably 18, 19, 20-year-old kid trying to look over like the last of what's there to find something appropriate for his girlfriend. And as I'm, I walk past and I start to think, I'm like, why, why, would, you, why would you do that? As a single man. <clears throat> buy a gift for a woman that isn't your wife. You're, you're throwing money away. You're giving a gift to a person who is not your legal property. You give a gift to your wife, that gift is still yours. <laughs> you haven't lost anything. But if you give a gift to to a woman who isn't your wife, well, you've it's lost. Thrown it away. Yeah. You've thrown it away. Yeah. It's a bad and, investment. And, and you can't even cultivate the relationship because... It's a woman. She's not going to take it like that. Yeah, she's going to be like, oh, okay, thanks, and go back to her DMs with Tyrone and Chad or <laughs> ig- ignoring her. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrone and Chad. Um, no, it's true. Uh, but that was, I mean, you know, our, our Valentine's gift to one another was, was yeah, all that money I dropped on that meal. <laughs> That's mostly... That's the most expensive meal I've had in a while, but it was there's, damn worth it. I'm not there's, complaining. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Did you each get all four courses? So we we got all four. Uh, we got one four-course meal. Uh-huh. Then we added two things and a starter. Okay. Is how we did it. Yeah. And then, and then you know. So one each and then shared I, the dessert. I took her to a place that had alcohol, so she had to get some. Well, there you uh-huh. So? No, I actually had a beer. I had a beer. I, uh, I heard you. I you told me like four times now. It was something. Well, it's a it's an event. Don't be rude. A beer. What kind of beer? Don't be rude. Um. Well, actually, I scared the shit out of your your the faggot who waited on us. No, I think I told you this. Christian. He's a nice guy. He is. He is. He's still gay. I know. Well, it was it was funny. I was in the bathroom, and uh, the other day at work. Last night, I believe. Yeah, last night, and he was working. And I'm in the stall finishing up, and uh, 
our toilet paper dispenser is one of those where not at the window, huh? No, you have to you have to pull down. It's it, the toilet paper does not want to freely rotate. Ah, and so half the as time, many corporate ones don't. You're tearing. There's mm-hmm. little, there's always little bits of. And so you know it's a it's Hate a chore it. to get enough. Yeah, to you know finish the job. So I'm I'm there, and he comes in as I'm finishing. I'm about to flush. He lets up, rips just a massive fart. Now, I come out of the out of the stall. He sees that it's me. He starts laughing. I'm like, nice fart, bro. Wash my hands. <laughs> he he washes my hand. He starts to wash his hands. He's he looks at me. He's like, you know, I only did that because I knew it was you in here. I was like, well, I'm shocked you can trust one. Uh. Everything is sex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's a good kid. He's a good waiter, uh, a good server. Uh, we've had him several times, but uh, yeah, as a server, as a as a server. Okay. Um, no, I really freaked him out because I I just saw a beer on the menu and I was like, oh, that looks tasty, and I ordered it, and he was like, oh, let me go check. And apparently, uh, you guys need to swap out your drink menus or something. Because he came back over and he's like, yeah, so we haven't had that beer in a long time. That's why I had to go ask because I had never heard of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I, I picked something else. It was some IPA, you know. You know, me and the IPAs. What are you going to do? I like them. I like them. Plenty of IPAs, but no cheesecake. That's the rule. That's okay. the rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was a great meal and it was great company, too. It was it was awesome to just get and sit like with another couple and have adult conversation for like multiple hours on end. You know, it was just it. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare in our lives. It really is, and it, you don't realize the toll that it takes on you because even I mean, you know, they'll go to sleep eventually, but you know, then there's only a certain period of the night where you have a little of this or a little of that, mm-hmm. uh, or you can have some conversation. But it's like to just sit and spend time with other adults who, who, who are in the same spot in life as you are. Oh man. Felt really good. Felt really good. Yeah. So. All right. Well, got anything else you want to go to bed? Um, no, I, I had a decent Valentine's day. Um, <laughs> what'd you get yourself by the way? Um, what did I get myself? Did you get yourself a bottle of Rose and no, draw um, a bath. I bought some some cat food, some Coke Zero, and uh, oh, a box of Wheat Thins. Look at you. When I was at the, at the grocery store. So really- I haven't had Wheat Thins in a while. So really, I bought like the quintessential Valentine's Day for a single 35-year-old woman. <laughs> like swap out the Coke Zero for a bottle of wine, cat yeah, food, wine, and same. Wheat Thins. Yeah. Ironically, it's the same thing yeah. as, as a woman your age. Isn't that weird? I know. It's weird. Now you just need to find one to share with. See, if I was dating right now, like yeah. that's the kind of Valentine's Day gift I would give. I'd be like, okay, favorite snack, yeah. favorite candy bar, something for your cat, yeah. booze. <laughs> yeah. And you're in it to win like, it. Flowers, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, they die. You know? Yeah. And plus, I, I do, and I, I've told my wife You this, get the flowers, you get the roses a week after Valentine's Day when you can get them for half the price. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. I told my wife, I'm like, it's, it's, 
Because I told my kids that because they were they for whatever reason I don't know who told them Valentine's Day exists other Micah. than other than the Jews and the, yeah probably but other other than the Jews that that put up four aisles of candy in every department store probably but so they mentioned that and they're like oh what about it's own Valentine's Day and I was like nah Valentine's Day doesn't exist I told them and they're like they're like well why why not what do you mean and I was like it's it's literally a made up holiday to sell pink shit. And and under that umbrella is a lot of things, candy and plushies and, and, you know, flowers and whatever else. But that's what it is. It's made up to sell pink shit. It's, it's, it's actually a legitimate holiday. <laughs> no, it's not. No holidays it, it, are legitimate. It commemorates St. Valentine mm. in the sixth century. He did something or other. Mm. Um, How nice. Yeah. Now, and buy, buy some processed it, sugar. It's devolved into, you know, crotchless panties mm. and chocolate. Yeah. Which I would much rather buy as a as a as a uh, you know, something special. But I made my boss some other day. Hella money over the weekend. So yeah. well, you're welcome. Hell of my money. Um no, I'm just kidding. Saturday was uh the most uh f- f- the most sales we've ever had in food, in a, in a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You mentioned that Sunday. That's that's really something, man. Yeah, I was I was very happy with yeah. with how the weekend went, and now I really don't have anything. No big events coming up. It was a blast getting to watch you cook. By the way, or yeah, that was fun. I'm really glad I came early. The master at work. <laughs> that's true. That was. Do you want to tell that story or no? So you you came in the kitchen and you're immediately like you immediately <laughs> pulled out. Okay. A bag of cocaine Mom, and threw it on the table. Not, no, no. And you started like, you know, d- doing lines. And I was like, Addison, what, what are you doing? And no, he, you, you, you got there. As a matter of fact, no. Let's let's preface this so I sound like even even better than you're painting me. I, to preface this, about two hours before then, I sent you a text because you said I'll I'll be there too because I'm going to be cooking whatever. And I said. I said, if I were to show up early, because the game kickoff wasn't until 530, mm-hmm. I said, if I were to show up early uh, with, with with a joint, would I find someone to share it with? Right? Yeah. So so I, I invited you into this with me. I didn't just show up and say, here, Matt, here's drugs. I mean, I did, but I, but I, I cleared that with you several hours beforehand because I wasn't sure, you know, if you were allowed or if it was a concern or whatever, if you even wanted to. Anyway, so you did clear it, yeah. Mom, no, no, mom. <laughs> so I and I was hoping you would like, yeah, come hang out early. So you came out, early. um, you got there, small talk, yeah, and then you're like, hey, I got the pre roll. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I just took a massive amount of gummies like an hour ago, but fuck it, I'm down, right? So we went out, um, out back. By the yeah. kitchen, we smoked. Um, if you're one of my employees, no, we didn't smoke. Well, I smoke because I have a I have a medical card. Yes. Yeah. You just you only watched me. Yeah. And got a contact high. Anyway, off of half. So we were we were a little <laughs> baked. Went back in the kitchen. We were we were. And I think I was I I was rolling out pizza dough. Well, hold on. So the backstory to that is my wife, I, I, I sent, I sent, 
I sent Hango a picture. Well, I sent Hango a video. I sent Hango a short video I took of you singing Stan Rogers and cooking. And I said, because he said, he said something like kind of rude. And I was like, oh, really, motherfucker? And I took a video of you cooking and singing Stan Rogers. And I was just like, I was just like, Matt is singing me Stan Rogers and cooking for me. Just, 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 to, just to be like, eat your heart out, man. And then I sent, I sent a picture of you cooking to my wife. And she was like, oh, I'm so jealous. The master at work. And so, and so then I told you that and we had a bit of a chuckle about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then about five minutes later, I'm, I've got a, was rolling out pizza dough. You were yeah. rolled it out, <laughs> had it on my big, my big pizza trays, my like 18 inch pizza trays. I go to put it in the oven and the dough's not sliding off the pizza tray. Yeah. And, and when I went to put it in, it was heavier than I anticipated putting it in one hand. So it tipped down. And like half the dough slid onto the the door of the oven. Of the oven. And yeah. then I burnt my hand trying to get it back onto the pan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I finally got it in the oven. To par cook them before I put toppings on and stuff like that. And then we maybe thirty minutes later, I'm making this buffalo dip. And it's cream cheese based, and I'm adding, you know, I'm delicious, by the way. He's he Addison's right there by my left, and I'm in front of my spice rack. And I'm just lo- doing your thing, doing yeah. my thing, and I'm like pouring hot sauce in it, salt. Oh, here, add this spice, add this spice, and you're asking me, oh, what's that? What's that? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, adding things at random, you know, like yeah. a, like an alchemist or a mag- magician or a wizard in his laboratory grabbing random, weird, strange ingredients, eyeballs, and yeah. smoking vials of things. <clears throat> you're the apprentice watching me. Ooh. I- well, no, at that moment, yeah, that's exactly what it was like. And and by the way, Hango, it was as cool as it sounds. But <laughs> so, yeah. Well, continue. So I'm on this uh, small prep table, and I've got the bowl there, and I'm I'm it's it's cream cheese. It's soft. It's room temperature, but still cream cheese. Yeah. So I'm stirring and stirring and stirring, and uh, there's two bowls stacked on each other. These you know, nine inch bowls we use for plating, pastas, things like that. And I'm stirring, and I didn't know, but they so slowly started to vibrate towards the edge of that table. Yeah, and I noticed it too late, and I shout, "No!" Reach for them, and kind of tap them, and they both hit the floor and shattered. Yeah, underneath my flour bins. Yeah, and so I had to move those around and well, try. We're, we're quiet for a second. And then, and then yeah, you, yeah. you just shouted because you were pissed. You were like, well, there it is. The master at work. <laughs> uh, because you yeah, had now not only spilled the pizza dough, but, but uh, yeah, broken. Shattered some dishes. And I've only had those bowls a month. I got, I had, they, were, they were new. Well, at least one of them was new. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, yeah. And I think at a certain point, I I was like, I think once Joel got there, because Joel was the first one guy. He got there about like four twenty or so. My brother Joel. Yeah. And as soon as he got there, I was like, oh, thank God! <laughs> I took him in the cigar lounge, took both of you in there, and I was like, all right, so Joel and Addison, you guys know each other anyway. Uh, TV uh, and bye. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I, I'm not gonna do be able to finish any of this food if Addison's in the kitchen distracting me. Oh, that, come on. You weren't, but but you did. It, it was it was slowing it up because we were talking. We, yes, we yes. were we were we were hanging out, and you yeah you weren't 
Well, I was talking with my prep cook on Tuesday about it because I mentioned. Oh, really? Well, because we that table is notorious for being wobbly. Yeah, obviously. and that's the one she works at most of the time. Yeah. So anyway, because normally in the mornings when it's just the two of us, she's at that table. I'm at the other bigger one. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing we're we're talking, and I I mentioned. I told the story we just told about the pizza dough and you, you know, the master work and everything like that. And she was like, well, this would happen all the time at this other place she used to work, like where we would have somebody's friend come in and like the boss's friend would be in the kitchen for extended period of time. And she was like, it was always weird because they're an outsider. You know, they don't work in the restaurant or they don't work in the kitchen. Mm. And it's not that they're unwelcome. It's just, okay. It's a piece that isn't ordinarily there. Yeah. No. But but also, it's like you don't see me in the kitchen hardly ever. Yeah. Very, well, very the rarest of occasions. So our, our friendship isn't framed in that scenario. So having you hanging out in the, in the kitchen, it's not that it feels strange at all. It's just, okay, now this relationship that's very important to me is in the kitchen so like there's expectations they have and right. i'm really stoned <laughs> it was great weed so i'm thinking yeah. like you know anyway yeah it, 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 it just threw me off my game slightly enough so i would make those mistakes between that and the weed yeah, yeah between that because normally i would see those bowls and be like who the fuck left those bowls there they're not they don't go there. the tables wobbly they'll fall off and i pick those bowls up and i turn around and put put them where they go two feet away right literally literally Pick them up, rotate your torso, no, and set them yeah, down, a, and that's where they go. It was a body turn for you to put them away. Yeah. So then you then you said that afterwards. You started bitching about it. You're like, they go right there. If they had just put them right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm I'm quite familiar. A large percentage of my job. Yeah. Is what the fuck that doesn't go there, and then putting it where it's supposed to be. Yeah. No. That's yeah, a large 100%. percent. There's a large. I know. I was. I actually was only um, just because of the way my chest feels and like. Moving and lifting. Mm. I had one of my cooks come in early today to put away the truck for me, and I was only there for uh, the meeting to do a menu for features for this weekend and then do a couple of orders. So I was only there for like maybe two hours, hour and a half today. Yeah. Um, but I know with the truck coming in, business tonight, and then just I'm going to go in, and the first hour I'm going to be there tomorrow. You're going to be doing that. I'm going to be moving things around. Yep. Like okay, this doesn't go quite there. Let's put the, put it where it goes. Nope that that's stored incorrectly. Let's store it right. Yeah. And and go in the walk in. Spend twenty minutes in there, which I normally do that every day. If if I'm not the one putting away the truck, I I, I do this. Like I, I go in there and be like, nope, that's not quite go, the way I like it. Go in and re put it away a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can be more efficient here. Nope, that can stack on top of that. Okay. Okay. All right. We got the. Uh, Got the raw pork above the prepared pork. That's not. <laughs> Isn't that? Is that not how you do it? Switch those around. Yeah. Okay. This chicken, it's got to be on the bottom shelf there. Okay. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know. Yeah. Which happens a lot. So. For sure. Anyway. Well, um, long story short, I did get to see the master at work. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I made a couple pizzas from scratch. Um Oh, dude, everything was delicious. Yeah, it was so good. The pizzas could have turned out better. I Aaron th- was really impressed, by the way. He's he's mentioned to me like three times. He's like, he's like, I can't believe you did that. Because he was like, he was like, should I like give him some cash? And I was like, I mean, you can if you want to, but I, 
I, I, I think at one point I told him, I'm like, I mean, it's kind of his love language, and he wants to do this. And yeah, because I didn't even know you were going to cook. You never said that you were just like, oh, you can come and watch. I was not. Ex- I just expected to come and watch. I really did. Oh no! I and then you well, were like, "Oh, I'm getting there too to cook," and I was like, "Oh, it's my man." I told ev- I told everybody else. Ah, uh, well, like, hey, I'm making food. Ah, uh, like if you want to come, yeah. I had too much food. You had a lot of food, yeah. But still, but it was it was good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the pizza didn't turn out quite the way I wanted to. But it, I've been doing pizza from scratch like on and off for the past couple of years. Yeah. And every single time I do it, it always comes out a little bit better. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. Um, the sauce, the, I, the sauce didn't. Yes, fit I with, know. with with your toppings and your and your crust. I know. And and it, notice what I said there. It it wasn't a bad sauce, but it did not fit with the toppings and the crust. I wasn't trying to build a sauce from scratch yeah. that day. Yeah, because I had just. I mean, we just come off Valentine's Day. Yeah, like one of our busiest weekends ever, and I. Like I meant to make my pizza dough the night before, and I didn't. So it would it would have come out not quite as bready, yeah, as it was if I made it the day before, yeah. Um, and the sauce, I just took our house ketchup, which is super sweet. It's got a lot of sugar in it, yeah. And I just added some Italian seasoning and kind of, you know, yeah. You you were there. I I tasted it. and I was bitching because it was it was too sweet. It was too sweet. Yeah. You know. And in the end, yeah, that 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 was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But there's only so much you could do with a, that base. Yeah, I'm not going to spend six hours because if I really want to make a really good tomato sauce, no, oh, yeah, I'm blanching tomatoes and then six hours later I have a sauce. Yeah, you know, so yeah. blanch tomatoes, skin them, seed them, then go back in do the to whole the pot. Yards, yeah, you know, yeah, turn them into tomato paste. What was good as it were? It yeah, yeah, good. it was very good. I think my favorite thing, though, I mean, I you know I'm partial to deviled eggs. I just oh man, I know. Oh man. Um, but the wings are really good too. How many, how many of those deviled eggs you eat? I don't want to talk about it. It's not important. You gave me one right when I walked in. Yeah. And then there were several others. I, those were, those were out there just for you. I, yeah, well, good. And I'm, yeah. And it's, and it, <laughs> let me put it this way. After halftime and at a certain point I was like, okay, I really want to go up and eat more, but it's like, it's, it's, I'm sort of self-conscious about it. I'm like because because surely folks have noticed, like <laughs> like you know, yeah. like I I'll just note this. I noticed how many times Nick got up to get a drink. It was a shitload, okay. And I, and I I knew in my head. I'm like I'm like these guys can see that my fat ass is just can't leave these deviled eggs alone. No one would have cared. Well, I know, but I care. Oh. I care. They were making me conscious of my own behavior. It's not that I yeah really necessarily care about any of those guys i i, I you weren't alone because those devil i put With those the deviled eggs i put those deviled eggs out yeah i don't know what five o'clock four forty five uh, it was the first thing you put out yeah okay so like it was that the chips and the pretzels and okay so that would have been like four forty five ish yeah and yeah, right in there and by game time they were like no they were there was like eight left yeah yeah and i think i put out 30 maybe but and they were going pretty hot and that, but that's the thing. So <laughs> that was like the first wave of which I was also a part of. But then I, there were multiple waves afterwards where I get, grabbed either one or two because I was just like, man, fucking deviled eggs. Yeah. I, 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 I'm telling you, man, you can just make me a tray of those anytime you want. And it was not the fancy. <laughs> They're so good. I just made my normal 
Yeah, deviled I, egg mix. I just love deviled eggs. And then added some roasted red pepper into it. Yeah, they they were really good with some uh, red pepper flake over the top. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Um, yeah. Who was it that got up like in the third quarter? They had been sitting there for a solid three hours plus, and someone got up and was like, "You guys think these deviled eggs are still good?" Oh, and they're. I believe the, it was uh, uh, not Nick. Uh, Ryan, Ryan was it? I'm pretty sure it was Ryan. Okay, because everybody else was up. He was the one that got up the least. I think. Yeah. Everybody else was up, up and down, and whatever. Did he else. even have anything to drink? I don't think so. I don't know. I, he was on his phone a lot. I think. I don't know. He he was kind of the TV was over there, so I wasn't. He he, he him, doesn't but... he doesn't drink alcohol very much. Oh really? Oh. He will occasionally have a beer, but mm. he's not a not a big alcohol guy. Mm. That's why I made the comment to him about Mountain Dew when he first got there. Yeah. Because you know, normally he's got a well, I didn't drink that a day thing of Mountain Dew. Yeah. So, but like, I, well, you know, I'm now I'm second. It's okay. Nick Nick drank enough for all of us. Well, now um, I'm second guessing whether or not everybody had enough beverages. Oh, I'm sure. Because yeah. Aaron kept going to the. Oh well, he yeah soda machine. Well, because he 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 was like, oh, I do want you know a soda or whatever. And I was like, yeah, ask Matt because then he showed you. But I I don't think he had a problem just going to grab it once he knew where it was. He didn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Self serve. Were there were there when they're closed? You know. Justin was drinking beer. He was drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. Justin, yeah. Justin, Justin. Oh, if if you light up a cigarette in front of Justin, he wants one. He's gonna bum one. Son of a gun. Like, we we used to give him shit about that all the fucking time. Yeah. Now he's just got a pack on him. Yeah. But especially if he's hanging out smoking. Like, he'll smoke a cigar, but he's also sm- he'll smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Does he, does he, is he, does he, um, how's he, does he smoke the holy herb? Does he? I think occasionally. Yeah. So. Nice. We should do that sometime. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well, shoot. That's an hour fifty four. Um, oh shit! Well, take some of that off. They don't deserve that much. It's not. Yeah, I'll I'll cut some of it down. I'll I'll get rid of some coughs and stuff. And I did a multi track again to play with it. And um, I finally got this figured out. Really, just like the whole. And I I know that probably kind of sounds surprising, but just with multi track and with the different with the pads and and it's just it's a new thing. It's complicated. Sure, it works sure. totally different. But I think I, I am finally in a bit of a groove. And honestly. Honestly, I do think something that that has helped has been doing the the show with my son, which sucks. God, I hate doing <laughs> it. I but I'm locked into it now because my mom, my mom, it's my mom's favorite thing. Understandably so. Sure. I mean, actually, shoot, I was supposed to call her back today. Anyways, um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? And now she's really into it. Like there are multiple. So you're in that channel. It's a private Telegram channel. Mm-hmm. You're in that channel, and what is the total subscribers are like thirteen. And and I I count for two of them because it's like me and one of my alts yeah as, as admins and but yeah everybody else is like family and they all they love it they they're like I can't wait to hear it and I'm like guys I have a show you assholes <laughs> um but no so yeah now I do a show with my son um and I take this home but it's it, it's cool as shit I love it I. I I think about it all the time. The problem is, and my wife, my wife really smartly brought this up the other day because I said, I was like, I was like, okay, hold on. What if I, 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 I'll get a website, set it up and we'll set it up with a 24 seven stream of a random episode of something on tripod broadcasting, all the shows, all the shows, just 24 seven. It's running. You can pull it up and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. 
And I was like, I mean, it would just take, you know, cause I could do it. I've looked into it. I, you know, I'd have to learn some things, but it's, it's nothing I don't think I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. Sure. And she was like, she, how did she put it? She goes, she's like, is it going to be worth the amount of time since nobody pays you to do it? <laughs> I was like, you beautiful woman. I hate you. But anyways, on that note, anyways, uh, this this transmission has been brought to you by mydeltaeight.com and ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S.com, uh, and you can use promo code GTST for the highest discount on both of those sites. A ton of cool stuff is coming to Del- uh, is coming to my Delta 8. Uh, I added a bunch today. I added Delta 9 saltwater taffy. Okay, not my thing, but I, interesting. Yeah, well, uh, I added uh, I added a, a shot that is 25, or I think it's 25 milligrams, 25 milligrams Delta 9 to 25 milligrams of CBG, the energetic cannabinoid. Okay. I'm going to order some more of those. I tried one, and they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Tip top, tip top. Uh, so all that and more, spell, all spelled out, mydelta8.com, code GTST for the highest discount possible. You got any old businessman? Not that I can think of. Any new business? Nope. Smoke weed every day. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.